0: Listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show, featuring our podcast One More Thing.
1: So, how far do we go with this,
0: huh? Um, I don't even want
1: to explore that <laughs> tangent. It's so
0: you too easy. Up, you brought up this woman that's running for president. She's from oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. She's a senator from Minnesota. Amy Klobuchar. We don't elect senators, but they all think they should be president, right? Um. Uh. And the only knock on her seems to be. Uh, these stories that keep coming out that she's mean to her employees over the years.
1: She's too tough a boss. Some people see that Commanding, as...
0: Commanding. Hard. Cruel. Some people see that as sexism and that you don't call out guys who are that way, but because a woman is a tough boss, it's blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What sort of things has she done? Is she drawn and quartered anybody? Or?
1: <sighs> you know, it's funny. I just I just closed an article about that because I didn't find it particularly interesting.
0: Yelling at people, belittling them,
1: allegedly, for screwing up. Hmm. What's the matter with you? You're an idiot. You want to, we don't have idiots working here. You've got to do a better job. But that's not a quote, by the way. It was just that sort of thing, allegedly belittling people.
0: I, you How know, many people in high levels of government or business do you think belittle employees? Not a, enough.
2: A, a, and,
1: <laughs> and
0: there is the question of what is over-the-top
1: demanding. In the modern world, I just had a conversation with about
0: this with a friend. And, How about this? Have you ever been belittled that as an employee? Oh, yeah. That's Jeez. Cool. Awesome. All the time. My early All the time. jobs, yeah. the, I, the, the number of yep. times I got yelled at, I've been called a dumbass. I mean, you know, stuff that would not fly today. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. But, uh, you know, I had a conversation. God, convers- I could get a child to do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, that sort it. of stuff. Oh, yeah. whee-
1: uh, chatting with a friend about this, and both of us, um, uh, well, you know, my attitudes about life and, and 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 work and responsibility and toughness and the rest of it are fairly well known, and and his are very similar. And we were talking about even even our kids will say stuff about, well, I'm not going to take that job because it's you know zap-a-dap-a-doo, and it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, no, 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 you don't get to not. Take a job just because it sounds unpleasant. said they pay you. If it were fun, you'd go for free. <laughs> yes. And and so I find myself wondering, you know, and and you know, obviously there are a lot of parents who can relate. We're doing our best, but you know, we're battling the school system, and the university system, and popular culture, and the rest of it. If you got an intern, you're Amy Klobuchar, for instance. and You've got an intern or a low-level employee from a particularly snowflakey upbringing. And what if they are a dumbass school?
2: <laughs> well, there's that. What if it's an accurate
1: diagnosis? But you got somebody particularly snowflakey, and you're in the the go go high pressure world of the capital, and you know you got to have that report on the chairman's desk by 10 a.m. or whatever, and then and and you and you get mad and you yell or something. I could see youngsters, especially, just going to pieces over that.
2: So one of the examples that they listed, uh, uh, an aide was uh, hurrying to a flight that they were jumping on, at, uh, giving her a salad. He fumbled the plastic eating utensils before reaching the gate. The crew didn't have any forks on such a short flight. She was not pleased with this, uh, berated the her aide, and then what happened after that, she pulled a comb from her bag, began eating the salad with that. You ate salad uh, with your own comb? Wow. Then handed, the, then handed yes. the comb to the aide and directed him to clean it. Which I think you would do before eating the salad, but you know, hygiene notwithstanding, so made him a clean a comb. Is that a felony in Minnesota? A class Sir, four misdemeanor? Certainly wasn't in his job
0: description. No, I oh, wouldn't. Stop it. I wouldn't
2: do that. But you
0: wouldn't know. clean a comb? No, I you wouldn't. You hold it under I wouldn't say you caused this problem. You clean this. I, I wouldn't do that.
1: That so. is a little. I almost used a term that's generally reserved for men. Um, that's 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 rough. You know, the one thing I heard when this story first emerged, because somebody's trying to get this narrative going, was that she would have personal assistants like pick up her dry cleaning and that sort of thing. And I'm thinking, you know, it, look, if you're my chief counsel or something, you know, you're my attorney or my chief of staff, maybe I don't have you do that, but if I'm a senator and I don't have time to pick up my suit from the dry cleaner, one of my employees is going to do it. I don't. That's not demeaning. I've done far more demeaning things than that yes. on the job over and over and over again. The boss doesn't have time. He's got to be in a meeting and he's got to have the suit for tomorrow. All right, I'll go. I don't understand why that's considered. Or it's horrifying.
0: just I'm on the clock and I'm getting paid and this is what you want me to do. Right. I, don't, I don't even see how it's even a question, really.
1: Now, if I have like a PhD in environmental science and I've been hired to study the effects of, you know, storm runoff on the watershed or something like that. Good work if you can get it. And I'm God, well, It has a huge effect on the watershed. <laughs> but then I suppose I might start to resent it. But then you'd leave and go somewhere else. Where right. They don't do that. Yeah, these are like pages and assistants and interns and stuff. I don't. It seems like a crock of crap narrative to me.
0: I, I've been. Um, uh, I was reading a book the other day. I won't get bogged down on what it was, but it was Moby uh, Dick. Is it, it the one about the whale? Was, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was, it was Moby Dick. <laughs> um, but it was talking about the uh, the 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 schooling system in Great Britain, early twentieth century. And I've come across a variety of stories where they talk about this. And it's just brutal. Absolutely oh, yeah. by by modern standards, just freaking brutal. And this is where the rich kids went where the parents had money to get him into the, the, they call them public schools. It's our version of private schools. And, um, How does being raped and beaten sound? and Yeah, and this one particular example he, he talked about, and this guy went on to be in the military and thought he could handle anything after having graduated from this private school where he was be- they encourage bullying, they encourage big kids beating on little kids. Mm-hmm. They think it toughens them up. And all kinds of sexual abuse going on. And this one, um, uh, what do they call, uh, they haven't been Harry Potter, the person that's in charge, headmaster. Mm-hmm. The headmaster's wife would have two little kids get down on her hands and, their hands and knees at nights, and she would use them as a footstool that was part of the
1: th- whole thing. Oh. How big old girl I mean how is this? weird is that? But anyway, I mean if she's some skinny little thing, that's one thing. Right?
0: And I don't like any of that. I find it sickening and if you did that to my kid I'd probably kill you and you know I just I can't believe that existed. On the other hand, and Christopher Hitchens who grew up in those kind of schools, journalist, he wrote a book talking about how bullying, buggering and whatever else it was. Um Uh, how rough it was but he actually says as awful as it was I think maybe we were a little better off I think we were all a little tougher because of that I wouldn't no way I'm letting my kid do that you do that to my kid I'm killing you but um, there's no doubt that the society was tougher then Right and needed to be. The, the, the output that I of that you'd time, be a yeah. tougher person. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, drawing the line. I guess that's the whole thing. Where do you draw the line on this stuff? Finding the sweet spot. Yeah. And you and know my we've theory. Clearly gone past the sweet spot. No yeah. doubt about it. That's
1: what societies do. They veer back and forth to extremes. They pass the sweet spot briefly, have no idea they're in it, and keep moving in whatever direction. Hard times make for tough people. Tough people make for good times. Good times make for soft people. Soft people make for bad times tough times.
2: So other of these examples seem to be clearly the fact that these are people who don't know how to handle criticism. Like, this doesn't seem so bad to me. When given a report off of some prep thing that she needed, she said to in a, in a reply all email, which is another complaint, that she, you know, embarrasses you in front of the, the other staff, this is hands down the worst thing you've ever given me. It's slop. Like, that's that's just critiquing the work. But there was also another instance where she is known to throw office objects in frustration, oh. including binders and phones in the directions of AIDS, they said. In the directions. That's some good writing right L- there. Low-level employees were asked to perform duties they described as demeaning, like washing her dishes or other cleaning.
0: But Get s- another gig. But so, this work is slop. This is terrible. Um, if you never had a single teacher ever say that to you because they don't do that anymore right. and you never had a single boss ever say it to you, it'd be, and your parents didn't, it'd be pretty striking. You'd think, no. oh, my God. Now, right. I right. had plenty of teachers. Yep. I had teachers starting when I was a little kid say that to me because my work was slop um, <laughs> all the way through school, all the way through college and all my bosses. So if if you said that to me... It have wasn't... you ever considered writing better? <laughs> <laughs> if somebody saying that to yeah. me wouldn't be quite as shocking
1: to right. me. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely true. But that's, you know, back to the theme. We've moved into a very, very soft, coddly time. Because we have the luxury to. I'm not sure there's any resisting it. I think it might be like, you know, one of your uh, the waves in physics, which I have never comprehended, but I understand. Once a wave gets to a certain point, it's going to decline because... Of the, you know, the, the forces at work.
0: But have the adults gotten way too soft, too, I guess? Oh, yeah. The, Absolutely. The, the, the public schools, which are private schools in England that I was talking about, all these, um, uh, you know, the upper crust, they went to these same schools. They didn't send their kids off there not knowing what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly what was going to happen right. and paid a lot of money and used a lot of influence it's into those schools so it would happen. And I assume they loved their kids and weren't cruel people.
1: Right. So if I understand you, what you're saying is Amy Klobuchar ought to actually beat her employees. <laughs> and then for, they would be tough. Use them for footstools. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Perhaps exploit them sexually. Yeah, and that would turn uh, them into better an, better aides. Interesting conversation. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This
1: is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
0: So the hottest app in China. This is an interesting story. The hottest app in China teaches citizens about their leader. And yes, there is a test. I'm just going to read this from the New York Times because I found it so darn interesting. Inside a fishing gear store on a busy city street, the owner sits behind a counter furiously tapping a smartphone to improve his score on an app that has nothing to do with rods, reels, and bait. The owner, a 35-year-old Army veteran, has a different obsession, earning points on study the great nation a new app devoted to promoting President Xi Jinping and the ruling Communist Party. It's kind of a high-tech equivalent of Mao's Little Red Book. Mr. Jing spends several hours a day Woof. on the app checking out news about Mr. Xi and brushing up on socialist theories. Tens of millions of Chinese are now using Study the Great Nation, often under pressure from the government. It's part of a sweeping effort by Xi to strengthen control in the digital age the way Mao once did as the center of Chinese life. We must love our country, said uh, Mr. Jiang, one of the top scores on the app in, in his province. Uh, we are getting stronger and stronger. Of course, he says this to a reporter. He What else is he going to say? Yeah. What if somebody heard him say something else? Well, it has the benefit of being true. While many people have embraced the app as a form of patriotism, or at least claim they are, others see it as a burden imposed by overzealous officials and another sign of a growing personality cult around Mr. Xi, perhaps China's most powerful leader since Mao. He's using new media to fortify loyalty toward him. He likens Study the Great Nation to the little booklet that Mao uh, had where you had to... If you don't know about Mao's Little Red Book, you had to memorize it, more or less, and be able to spout it any time anybody asked you about it to show that you were on board enough. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you could get beaten, imprisoned, whatever. Killed, sure. Since its debut this year, Study the Great Nation has become the most downloaded app on Apple's digital storefront in China. Well, I'm sure it has been. With the state news media saying it has more than 100 million registered users already. It's very popular. Yeah. By those numbers, driven largely by the Communist Party, which ordered thousands of officials across China to ensure that the app penetrates the daily routines of many citizens as possible, uh, whether they like it or not, of course. Schools are shaming students for low app scores. Government offices are holding study sessions and forcing workers who fall behind to write reports criticizing themselves. That's one of my favorite aspects of Chinese society. Oh, yeah, the self-criticism. When you have to write a paper talking about how bad you are. Dear
1: shares, I, Joe Getty, am completely incompetent. I'm lazy for one thing, and if I ever do get work done, it's second rate. I am so
0: sorry. To whom it may concern. Boy, do I suck. I'm the suckiest suck that ever sucked. I mean, I'm terrible.
1: The only honest thing I've ever said in my life is, I'm so dishonest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's not just the Communist Party. Private companies hoping to curry favor with party officials are ranking employees based on their use of the app and awarding top performers the title of Star Learner.
1: All right. Many employers now... We re- need to institute this here. The Armstrong and <laughs> Getty little orange book. All right. It'll be orange. All of our sayings, our history, the rest of it. You guys are going to have to memorize it and pass tests. And then we're going to rank you. <laughs> what,
2: should, what should stupid do? Hmm?
0: Stupid should hurt. Got to know our birthdays and the ages of our kids and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: And then the rankings. Constant rankings. What
2: hmm? do we do to
1: violence?
0: <laughs> many employers and this is not communist party officials this is you know just regular people many employers now require workers to submit daily screenshots documenting how many points they've earned to show that you were on the app and did your tests and everything for the day which oh. takes several hours well that's just goes... hours out of every day of your life that just proves the lie
1: that is uh it's not the chinese government it's a private company The government controls everything. You've got to, at the very, very least, stay on the good side of the bureaucrats because socialist systems and communist systems are all about corruption.
0: The government is forcing people to use it in a variety of ways and punishing those who cheat or fall behind. The app allows users to earn points for staying on top of news about Mr. G. So there's news stories in there every day. Obviously, Fictional or fictionalized, slanted toward making him look like a better guy. Right. Uh, you need to watch a video about, uh, for instance, his recent visit to France, for example. You can earn one point. Getting a perfect score in a quiz about his economic policies earns 10. Um, they keep track of uh, the videos. You have to actually watch them because they can tell if you just clicked on it and then didn't watch
1: No, it. no way. We're way ahead of you. <laughs> Boy, That's something. There are so many ways that that she's range remind oh, me yeah. of Chairman Mao. Oh yeah, and for the same reasons, people will uh, respond to only two sorts of stimulus: the opportunity to improve their lives or to avoid punishment. And so there's they use the stick good and heavy there in China.
0: Chinese oh, asshole. Yeah, amen to that, brother. It's amazing. The, love that clip. <laughs> <the> <laughs> Thank app, you, Michael. You can see why these Hong Kong uh, students are fighting the way they're fighting. Oh, yeah, so they the, know all this stuff. The app features a television series called G-Time. Oh, that sounds good. And Mr. G's
1: quotations... No, hang on, I'm setting my DVR record <laughs> series. Okay.
0: And Mr. G's quotations on topics like building a strong military and achieving a Chinese dream, China dream, of prosperity and strength. The app recommends stories about Mr. G... On its home screen and sends push notifications throughout the day, highlighting golden sentences from his latest speeches. Have you seen the latest golden sentence, which you're oh, in, which you're, it's in, gold, Jerry, which gold. you're incurred to read and memorize? The golden sentences. Yes.
1: Wow. Man, if we get two or three golden sentences in in a day, it's been a good show. Huh? That
0: is so amazing. Yeah. And you're and it talks later in the article about how. Applying for a job, applying for an apartment, all kinds of stuff. It start, It's it's fitting in with that social credit score. It's the how much time have you spent on the app, what's your score on the app. And uh, if you want to survive in the world, you got to do that. All
1: about control. Hours a day. Yeah. How crazy is that as a lifestyle? I find the Chinese system absolutely abhorrent in every way. But they're sure good at it. Man, this Xi Jinping, he's... he's he may be the greatest communist we've ever seen. Well, right. Well it's, and he's he's barely a communist. I mean their system well, and again, political theory is useless in the real world, but they they're such a weird hybrid of, of capitalism and socialism and communism, hardly well, even what, described.
0: What's scary about this, and this was the threat of communism in the past, but now with these technological advances, if a power like that took over the world, would humankind ever be able to break free of it? I'm not sure it would. With the ability to monitor you yeah. constantly the way it does? Oh, by the way, you guys, we're going to make you sing songs about us, too. <laughs> oh, like man. Like thick with praise. Act out plays, dress like us. You better sing in tune. <laughs> this
1: is the best of I'm Getty. and Getty. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. This is
0: DuckDub. Armstrong and Getty. You talked the other day about eliminating the C from the alphabet. How would you make the ch- sound? Jack, you've
1: anticipated several of our correspondents perfectly. Oh, okay. Julie writes, among others. Because
0: or... your point was, or is a point in the emails, the, uh, the, the first point.
1: She says, I don't have any stock in letter C, but how, pray tell, will we make the ch sound without it?
0: Because you can make the S sound and the K sound with other letters. So your point was, what the hell are we doing with the letter C? Twenty-five letters is plenty.
1: What about diphthongs? No chairs, no beach, especially no church. On the other hand, no impeachment, she writes. Uh, I think maybe you make the C, ch. The C says ch. That's the only thing it does. It doesn't say k. It doesn't say s.
0: Yeah, says I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. Now, like the
1: T-H, well, we need the T and we need the H, so it's okay. They can hang around.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, are there any other examples of that? Well, I only really advocated getting rid of the C, as I recall. You need the D and E and the G and the F. Um so, yeah, Well, like I the
0: g- word scissor has no Zs in it.
1: Right. It must. It would be s i z e r it does the way i spell it no that might look like Sizer. two z's two z's yeah yeah just yeah. consistency with the two Correct. cons uh, two consonants makes the vowel a short vowel sound okay just some oh hey you know what dirk's a german wrote on this topic too and i actually found this interesting uh the european union commissioners have announced their agreement that they've uh, adopted english as the preferred language for european communications rather yes. than, rather than german which was the other possibility as part like of I
0: suck of that kaiser
1: yeah as part of the uh, negotiations, Her Majesty's government conceded that English spelling had some room for improvement and has accepted a five-year phased plan for what will be known as Euro English, or Euro for short. In the first year, the S will be used instead of the soft C, as we were discussing.
0: I have as in incest. I have wondered for a long time why we why we can't uh, improve on the alphabet and improve on the typewriter keyboard both of which could easily be improved on, and there are a number of examples out there that have already been worked out, Mm -hmm. and it's just like stupid stubbornness or something that won't allow us to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can can adapt pretty quickly. Uh, So, yeah, the soft C is gone, as many have suggested it, and then he actually spells it in the new way as this email goes on, which is kind of entertaining, but... It's better in print than verbally.
0: And we should be um, on the metric system too. The hard c will be
1: replaced with the k. What are you, communist? Right. right. Uh, let's see. There will. This is the troublesome ph
0: will be replaced by f. If you're, if we're not gonna, if we refuse to move to the metric system, which is obviously a, a simpler system, then there's no way we're ever we gonna have a traitor in our midst. We're, <laughs> but it's just weird that we all feel that way. There that would be some sort of. Giving in to something, to <laughs> adopt a much easier system uh, that makes more sense. And not to get in line with the world, just because it's a better system. And so if we're not going to do that, we're certainly not going to change our, our alphabet or the keyboard. A system of everything is tenths or multiples of ten
1: is better than the length of the king's thumb and foot? I don't, I don't even know you anymore, Jack. Twelve inches in a foot,
0: three feet in a yard... Yeah, five thousand two hundred and eighty feet in a mile, of course. Seems reasonable. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. So I go to one of these tap houses. I order a yard of beer. In your new America, I have to order a meter of beer. Yeah. What is, what is that? Exactly. Why? Why? I refuse. <laughs>
1: please throw on a beret, there, Francois. Pansy.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, let's oh, anyway. Now, yeah. Yeah, no, that's clearly a good idea. I it get, would it would screw up some things in sports. The the metric
2: system thing? Yeah. Sports it. would
1: be fine. You think? You think, think guys could gain 10 meters for a uh, fourth down? Oh, yeah, I think that's Or fine. would you have to have 10 downs, Jack?
2: Yeah, also, yeah, every sport is 10 quarters, Baseballs 10
0: innings. Right. right. I don't right. think everything in life would have to be uh, 10 Under your 10 America, based. it
2: would be. Yeah, sure it, it would. 10s. <laughs> yeah. Sure it would. Yeah.
1: Manchurian candidate. Yeah, huh? Let's see what wouldn't be the most vexing part of that.
0: Um. You'd have about one generation or so that it would, it'd be kind of uncomfortable your whole totally life confused. to have to. To have to say, you're how tall now? You're yeah. however centimeters? Yeah. I don't even know What's what that a is. Kilometer? But that what? would go away pretty quickly. Yeah. I think it's interesting that we reject improving. I I, I feel like that is a sign of a uh, an empire that is peaked and is on the downside. I I, I think for. Decades and decades, we were all about what's the better way? What's the better way to do it? Um, and then you just right. start hanging on to the old, just out of habit, instead of constantly trying to improve. As a nation, we're a bitter old man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. i I'm, I refuse to accept any new better way to do it. No, the old way's got to be better because it's the old way. Right is <laughs> the sign of a an empire past its prime, in my opinion.
1: So ten yards for a first down would be fine because that's just it's what like an extra two and a half inches. Yeah. Uh, barely number three inches, uh, a meter is longer than New yard. Yeah, thirty nine inches versus thirty six. Okay, all right, there you go. Uh, Ooh, yeah. There, uh, thanks, Francois. Thanks, for <laughs> that. Uh, you Have a croissant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice cup of tea for you there, uh, Governor. Yeah. Um, I like so those non-insult
0: reasons. insults. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball. I would is... like a cup of tea and a croissant. Is that somehow a bad thing? Oh get Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. He admits it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, baseball stadiums
1: are already funky shapes and sizes. So if it's yeah. 320, well, it would be meters, though.
2: Yeah, so yeah. it would so be like thing. 117 yeah. meters to uh, right center. My biggest problem with the metric system is that the the, the thing below meters is centimeters. It's tiny. And there they're needs tiny. to be something in between centimeters and the three-foot marker. Two, desk-
0: two and a half centimeters an inch, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Again. Uh, couldn't my, hear you hey, over hey, your y- back oh, oh. <laughs> um, So You're, there should be something between
2: there, meter
1: and what's a centimeter. Decimeter. Wasn't that like 10 centimeters? I remember back in like third grade whenever they were trying to push this stuff. Mm. But that's too small, too. Yeah. I mean, the the beauty of the foot is that it's
0: a pretty useful length. We yeah. are among the few that grew up in an area where Jimmy freaking Carter was trying to shove the metric system down our throat. Right. And they taught us in school for several years it was all about learning it because we were transitioning over. Then Reagan abandoned it. And then, uh, the... wow. wow. and everybody cheered. It was kind of like, you know, when Trump was going around saying, oh, we're going <laughs> to say Merry Christmas again, aren't we? <laughs> but, and as a kid, I hated, I didn't want to change, just. Right. So I didn't want to have to learn anything new. But. I was playing
1: golf with the guy once. I just going through sports in my mind and how they have to change it. I was playing golf with a guy and uh, he was a good player, but he just kept missing greens over and over again. He was getting really frustrated, and he finally realized he had his little gizmo that ma- measures yardage set to meters. <laughs> so, you know, you'd have to be a little careful. Of course, if we're all on meters. so you know, Does anybody
0: right. eyeball right. it anymore, or is that just not something people do? I-,
1: I do occasionally, if it's like inside 100 yards, and I'll announce to my friends, uh, they say, you want the number? I'll say, nope, I'm going to Bobby Jones it. And it's kind of fun, and... and most didn't that change good the... players are, are pretty good at it. Didn't that a... change
0: the sport though? Or is it it I thought does. that was part of the sport
1: was the Oh not anymore, it's not. It's not, huh? Oh yeah. really? And and don't I didn't me know started, that. but the PGA tour is so stupid. They do they won't let caddies use measuring devices. You gotta pace it off. You gotta find a sprinkler head and walk it off. <laughs> right. And you got a book marking how far the sprinkler heads are or that bunker or that tree or whatever. But you can't use a measurement device, and it's charming, but it's slow.
0: I had no idea that that's that's gone away from golf. That's how oh. long it is since I played golf.
1: Nobody eyeballs it outside of on a consistent basis outside of sixty yards. Really? Huh. Never. I'll be you know, it's one hundred and seventeen. Um, and now they have these gizmos that also measure the slope as well. They're illegal in tournament play, but. Not only is it 117 yards, but it's down four feet, so you know it plays 114 and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. use those ever. I'd rather do the math in my head and the the wind and the Ooh. lie of the ball and the rest of right. it. Because it's the puzzle. That's that's part of what makes it an enjoyable game, solving the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guys don't want all that data. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's fun, though, when you go by feel and... And you realize it's about as good as knowing the
0: number. But knowing the number helps. But if you had gone to the metric system, then you get it It would tell you it's exactly 75 meters. And you think, I don't know how far that is.
1: I'd have to think. Well, that's, uh, actually, and again, we're getting way too into golf here. But um, <laughs> uh, when you're playing at any uh, altitude, you have to do math in your head, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 10% for each 5,000 feet, I think, is the generally accepted 10%, um,
0: the, the ball rolls 10% well, further? No, it doesn't
1: roll further. It flies further because the air is Okay. Yeah, and, okay. and there's less gravity. Gotcha. Um
0: so anyway, but, but then if you had it three drinks, do you hit the ball ten further. feet further than if you had no drinks? Three, <laughs> three drinks in what time period? <laughs> in an hour, immediately before <laughs> you swing. Three an hour. in an hour is another. <laughs> tw- <laughs> yes. 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 yes, you did three goldschlager
1: shots. <laughs> yeah, right, just before you right swing. Before. Oh, that's that's an extra twenty five yards. <laughs> <laughs> but the fourth drink is minus eighteen. Wow, yeah. that's uh, interesting. Yeah. You got to stay on top of the wave, yeah. man. Yeah, just so like ever, anything.
2: You ever been stung? Between the first and second hole? <laughs> you know what the problem is there, Michael? Your stance
1: is too wide. That's right. <laughs> that is a very old, very not safe for, jo- for it's work golf m- joke. Best golf joke, golf joke ever. It-, it is an excellent one. I got stung between the first and second hole. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, your stance is too wide. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's a- If you want the setup, (laughs) send a self-addressed stamped on to Armstrong and Getty. That's a good way to end the week. Golf humor. Yeah, that's enough of that.
0: This is the best of
1: Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This
0: is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Back to frivolous. So there's a big party here in the radio building tomorrow night. And it's a 20s-themed party, and we're all expected to dress up in 20s garb. Show of hands, who's going to be dressed in 20s garb tomorrow? Marshall's raising his hand. I, will be I think dressed, I got a
2: thing. I will be dressed in the clothes that I wore when I was 20. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm dressed like I was in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. I got a backwards hat. And I'm sorry, I, got, I was confused by the invite. I didn't uh, get it. And, Joe,
0: are you dressing in the 20s theme? Uh, uh, yes, kind.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow, if you are, that's going to put pressure on me. I wasn't planning to at all, and wondering how much heat I was going to get for that. But I just, I don't even know how to go about starting that. I don't, I don't have time to stop at a freaking costume shop. We're not spending
2: like. a dime for a one use costume? <laughs> get, get out of here! Yeah I, mean, yeah,
0: I know it. I know it. I don't even know what it would be. I'd have to do some research to start with. It, the, the the women are very excited about it, of course, because right. women love dressing up. Right. And uh, and uh, feather boas and well, whatnot. Well, I got to tell you, I went out. I rented a cap and suspenders. I'm going to have that, a white shirt, pants, and my snarky uh, snake uh, shoes, and uh, that's going to be my 20s outfit. How much trouble do you think I'll be in if I just dress nice and don't dress like I'm in the 20s? Uh, i wearing uh, jeans and a t-shirt.
2: And that was my plan, <laughs> yeah. just
1: to dress nice. I don't know. I, I have always hated costume parties. Yeah, me too. I just, I, I don't... No, it'll be fun. And it's, People who like them, <laughs> they are fun for you. They're not fun for me. They're annoying. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. I don't know. I but don't you know.
0: are going to play along. And what what exactly are you going to wear? I don't even yeah. know what a I... 20s-themed party is. I don't know. Now I feel like I've betrayed you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One thing yeah. that I hate about, I've always hated about this period sort of stuff is I'm from rural America, Midwest. They always use what was going on in New York as the yeah. theme of the time. I could dress like they were dressing in the 20s where I'm from. And it would be uh, jeans and a work shirt,
2: or bib overalls. Yeah, and, uh, there wasn't lawnies. anybody wearing
0: yeah. any damn double-breasted right. suit with a big hat and everything like right. that. Or, where or I'm right. from, exactly. Yeah, or, yeah. or it's had gangster. Even, or had even ever even seen anybody in those clothes. Let yeah. alone was wearing them. What's so? Alcohol
2: illegal in the 20s. I can knock everybody's drink out of their hand all yeah, night. Do that. <laughs> big, big, big on Prohibition tomorrow. Prohibition D- dress up as a Prohibition cop twirling your baton just knocking drinks out of yeah. people's hands. I,
1: I was thinking of doing something really, really edgy about the horrific uh, racism and racial violence in the 20s. Wow. How oh, do you geez. think that would go over? You could
0: dress as a Ku Klux Klan member and say, I'm the governor of Indiana or whatever state that was that was
1: like, run a, by the Klan. Jack, that's a great idea. <laughs> Why is Joe dressed as a Klansman? I don't know. Make
2: sure you tweet that out a bunch, though. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, there was a brief moment where I was going to do some research on 1820s fashion and show yeah. up in that as just kind of my agent of chaos uh, know, I, raising its head. I, I, it'd
0: be easy, and I might actually do it to make it a point. I am dressed the way every man dressed in the 20s where I'm from right now. I'm wearing jeans and a work shirt. But what's your point? Huh? What's point your is, point? The point is I n- I'm not going to get what they consider 20s clothes. I'm just not going to. And I have right. to wear something. Right.
1: Yeah, I know. I my, It's funny. I, I have an idea. It's good enough. Um, but my loathing, I feel like I'm giving in to evil. And, but, of course, it's not evil. I mean,
0: evil might overstate it. Evil definitely overstates it. Because people who enjoy costume
1: products, they enjoy them. And it's fun and festive for them, and they're delighted. I, but, but, but
0: I hate that they enjoy it. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I hate that they enjoy it. Why does that bother me? Well, you shouldn't enjoy this. You're because, a grown man or a woman. Well, <laughs>
1: because you're being compelled to join in. I mean, if it were, if it had nothing to do with me, I wouldn't care. All right, sure. But uh, if yeah. if I have to be there, and if I'm not going along with the party, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. It's it, you know what it gets back <laughs> to the whole extroverts think there's something wrong with introverts.
0: Sure. Sure, and they get to set the rules because they're the ones that are willing to talk about it. We're not even going to discuss it because we're introverts. Just
2: going to grit and get through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy is right.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not dressing as the 20s, whatever that would be. Well, I'm, I'm using the
2: I'm dressed as I was in my 20s defense. I got confused. I'm a simple person. Right. I don't. I, right.
0: could, I could pull that off. Reminds me of my son who won the 80s Day contest the other day at school. And I thought, it's because your dad was a grown-up in the 80s. Most of the other kids' dads weren't grown-ups in the 80s. I knew exactly how he had to dress. He was dressed exactly like I was in the 80s. And he won.
2: Wow. Yeah. He got
0: pulled out of the assembly and in front of everybody. everybody.
2: Oh. So I'm not going to talk trouble. to anybody. I'm going to pretend I'm a silent movie, if anybody says anything. <laughs> I'm
0: going to dress as Al Jolson. That was big in the, <laughs> oh, big in the 20s. I'm,
2: I'm going blackface. Uh, go, go
1: blackface. Uh, it's been a good
2: run, hasn't yeah, it? Really, and, and I'll, do, yeah, really well. I'll
1: do the Klan
0: robe. We'll <laughs> go all governor of Virginia. <laughs> starting community
2: college right now. <laughs> the, the
0: heyday of blackface was the 20s. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. Al Jolson. Mm. It's
1: perfectly uh, legitimate, Jack, and historically defendable. Hey, Marshall, you want to start a podcast
2: (laughs) or something? What's that? You want to start a podcast or something, Marshall? Well, yeah. When those uh, pictures hit the internet, I'm
1: sure they'll include all the context. I
0: I, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this because I like my job and uh, feeding my family and whatnot. But it would be interesting if I came in that outfit just to, to watch it unfold. How quickly it would happen! You'd be my hero. I suppose management would make me leave. Somebody would take a
2: picture. A picture would show up somewhere. Oh, yeah, Somewhere, everywhere. How quick would it be a national story, I wonder? Oh, I would tweet it out and tag the USA Today. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get my following up on this. Right. (laughs) Before morning, before the next morning, it would be a national
0: story. Ah, boy. But a good costume. (laughs) But blackface was popular in the 20s. Yes. You said dress like it's the 20s. It's what did I I miss.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's your fault.
0: You know what? You're
1: right, and you're
2: fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're right,
0: and you're and you're uh, without employment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I I I don't really have a picture of what twenties clothes is. I mean, I've read uh, the Great Gatsby.
1: Well, right. You, your choices are really uh, Chicago bootlegging gangster or Great Gatsby. All
2: right. As
1: I'm. I'm on around the internet looking at uh, roaring 20s costumes. Yeah, it's all flapper and gangster like a, a uh, 20s kid with the, the floppy cap and everything. But The,
0: the introvert-extrovert thing is similar to the uh, urban-rural thing in terms of dominating because that's where the news media and everything like that. There were way more people living the rural lifestyle in the 20s than, the, than there were urban people. Oh, yeah. The vast majority. I'm, I'm guessing 90%. Well, geez. If you want to talk for women, I'll bet 98% of women in the 20s never wore anything like a flapper costume with a boa. Ever. Once oh, in no. their life. No. 98% ever. of women. But everybody will be dressed at the party like that's the way we dressed in the funny Because it'll be fun. Because it'll be fun. <laughs> and you can tell from my tone of voice that I think it's fun. Uh. <laughs> Just It's it's a weight on my soul. Oh, ponderous, every man. Every costume party yeah. I've ever had
1: to go to has been a, a, an occasion for suffering. Oh. Jack, I want you to go up to every
0: person and say, you're a grown man or a grown woman. You shouldn't be enjoying this.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. This is not going to help us career-wise at all. Oh, well. This is the best of and Getty.